Greetings, Earthlings, and welcome back to another episode of Chat with Rack, the only podcast about Michigan State University's Department of Writing, Rhetoric, and American Cultures. I'm your guide, Justice Curry, here to take you on another adventure within the Rack Department. Hi, and welcome back to Chat with Rack. Joining us today is P2W alumnus Shelby Smith. Welcome to the show, Shelby. Hello, happy to be here. I'm so happy to have you on the show today. And to start off, I wanted to ask, what was your area of focus when you were a P2W student? I did the editing and publishing. Um, so I was there when we like made the transition away from tracks. So I was kind of on the fence there um, between like having a track and like a focus. And just to add some background information, tracks were something that P2W used to have in the major Um, which is essentially like your area of focus, just as Shelby mentioned, editing and publishing. But Shelby, when did you graduate? And also, weren't you a double major as well? Um, Well, so my primary major was actually English. Um, I was a double major. I didn't do a dual degree because I would have needed to pay for another semester. But so I was an English and professional and public writing major with a concentration in creative writing through my English major and a focus in editing and publishing through PGW. And I graduated in May of 2021. For one, congratulations on graduating during a pandemic. Can you tell me a little bit more what that was like for you? And also, were you afraid of entering the job market? Like, how were you feeling during that time? Um, Yes, I would have been scared anyways, but it was way amplified. It was also just like really anticlimactic. Like my brain in an effort to protect myself as I was approaching graduation was like, mm, I'm going to do this post-grad program and become a K through 12 high school teacher. And so I could keep my sanity of not having to go into the unknown when I graduated. But then I graduated and I was like, mm, I don't want to do that. So I had the, what the fuck am I going to do graduation crisis, but like two months after I graduated. That's the same boat that I'm in right now. I, I graduate next semester and I just have no clue what I want to do after graduation. And it's been stressing me out so much and just keeping me up at night. You know, I tried to figure it out and I was wrong. I did not expect to be doing what I am doing. That's funny, too, because I was just talking to my friend's parents who are professors. One of them is actually a professor here at MSU and another worked at U of M. And we were talking about how their kids did not figure out what it they wanted to do with their careers until maybe five or so years after they graduated. Right. I mean, like with the way the world is right now, it's kind of just about how can I pay my bills in a way that hopefully doesn't suck my soul into the depths of hell and seeing if you can figure out something to do until you figure out what you really want to do. Speaking of finding a job that doesn't suck your soul dry, how did you find a job in an area that you were interested in working in? Well, both of my jobs I've had since I graduated, one I just left and one I just started, um, I found through people that I met in P2W at MSU. For one, congratulations on your new job. And also that is absolutely amazing that you were able to get both of your jobs out of graduation from people that you knew here at MSU. And I was wondering if you had any advice for those that are approaching graduation or are graduating soon for networking with other peers and faculty at MSU. 
Networking is such hell. Um, I agree. Networking gives me so much anxiety, which is why I am dreading it and also why I'm I'm trying to figure out how to approach it for someone with, you know, social anxiety. Well, so the, the first one was it was like a Slack channel that I was on. Um, and someone was like, hey, I know someone who's looking to hire. And I just I mean, the second that I saw that message, I texted him and then I got that job, you know, a couple of weeks down the line. So, you know, I think a lot of stuff comes through like list serves and stuff like that. And if you're on certain Slack channels with certain professors or certain clubs or groups or whatever, um, or like from Casey Miles or Casey McArdle, you're going to get a decent amount of emails about jobs. If anything speaks to you, hopping on it as soon as humanly possible, even though we all hate sending emails more than most things in this world, I think it helps. Even once you graduate and move on, don't like close your networks with the people that you know from MSU because after I had graduated, I heard about both these things and was able to do it because I had Slack channels open from my time at MSU with both these people. I think it's really interesting that you got your opportunities through Slack and also through the listserv. And I'm wondering, what is your opinion on LinkedIn? Like, are you on LinkedIn? All the professors are always like, oh, if you're not on LinkedIn, get on LinkedIn. Like, what are your views on that for getting you a job? I don't know. I mean, I, I've never found anything useful from it, but I never have used it in earnest. Like I did one in like high school and like early college. And then I just went so long without updating that rather than updating it. I just like deleted the entire account because I didn't really want to mess with it because I kind of hate social media and it's like work social media and I would rather not. Yeah, it's. I don't know about you, but for me, being neurodivergent, it's really difficult for me to figure out ways to network that are comfortable for me. Do you have any advice for, you know, people who may be socially anxious or neurodivergent that just like struggle with networking? I mean, in, in real person settings, no, because I really have done like none of that. Um, virtually, I would say yes. Um I guess I just always try to be as personable as possible. Um, and I'm pretty good at that. So like trying to make someone feel comfortable talking with you and feel like they want to have a conversation with you gets you far. But, you know, I mean, that's is that even advice or is that common knowledge? I don't know. Do I know how to network or do I just know a couple of people who I feel comfortable talking with? Yeah, you know, with with the pandemic and a lot of things translating to online ways of communicating, I think it's it's definitely been a lot easier for us who do not enjoy networking in person to virtually network. I remember this was a huge reason why I left the business college was for an assignment. We had to go to um, a job fair and we had to speak to, I think, five companies. We had to network with them. Um, and the moment I walked in the door and like was approached by that first like company, I was like, I can't do this shit. And I, I turned around and I walked away because I was like, nope, this, this ain't for me. I'm generally pretty good at doing the whole conversation with strangers thing. And I still, it's just, there's something about networking that I just hate so much. It feels very forced and unnatural. I definitely agree with that. They're like how everyone's always like, oh, like keep in touch with your professors, keep in touch with, you know, your colleagues and stuff. And it's like, that's a lot harder than it sounds, at least for me personally. Like, how does one 
like if I didn't really feel connected to them in first place, how like am I supposed to keep in touch with them? But in PTW, there are a lot of really good people that will build a connection with you if you try. How do you recommend, you know, students to continue those connections with professors at least? Because for me, I get a little anxious thinking about still messaging my professors and keeping in contact with them after I'm not in their class anymore. I don't know. For me, it's just a weird like mental thing where I'm like, is this inappropriate? But like, how do you, I guess, get around that and just continue to connect with them? Well, for me, the, the gap was bridged but because before I started working for the real estate company, um, The Current, which is run by The Cube through PTW, um, I worked on three semesters in a row as a student. And then over this past summer, I was working uh, part-time with The Current as well. So, you know, then I was keeping in contact with professors and people in the program. And then, you know, there are certain people that I had known for so long that I would then like slack them a funny quote from Bob's Burgers or a cat picture and they might do the same. Um, So, you know, I was able to keep talking with certain people. I like that idea of just like, hey, let's send each other cat pics because I know a lot of people in RAC who love cat pictures and I also love cat pictures. Exactly. Who doesn't? I mean, who doesn't want to talk about cats? Like, I just feel like if you don't like that, you're just you're you're evil. Not my type of person, at least. Yeah, I don't want to I don't want to shit on all the the cat dislikers, but I'm I'm going to shit on all the cat. I, mean, I will kind of switching gears a little bit from your experience in graduating. What advice would you give to your past self before you graduated? Don't be afraid of plans change. Don't be rigid about plans. It's not going to be what you expected, but that's okay. Is there anything you wish you had prepared before graduation and before entering the job market? No, no, there really isn't. Is there anything else that you would want to say to P2W students? Pretty much every single P2W major that I have ever met, myself included, is just way more stressed out than we need to be. So like when you feel the fear, try to tell yourself that it's bullshit because God, I guess even if it's not, it's not really, it doesn't really help to feel it. Just do what you fucking can and you'll be okay. Thank you so much, Shelby, for joining us today or joining me today, not us today. Well, (laughs) Kitty is there. So that's a good us. This is true. This is true. Thank you so much for joining me and my cat who does not do anything but live rent free. Yep. I've got two of them and it was my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for listening to Chat with the Rack. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at chatwithrack and tell us what topic you'd like to hear next. Don't be a stranger.